We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. So I never thought any more about it when we got the meeting started in a day or two. Well, he said, uh, after we'd eaten lunch, he said, get in the car and go with me. So I got in, we drove down. So we drove up to this place. And he said, there's the car sitting right there. And I looked at it and I said, well, I forgot to tell you the color, but that's even the color I had in mind. We went up and looked it over and had just exactly what I had in mind. Now then, all this time, I want to show you, I told you before, on this third point, that faith will work in your heart with doubt in your head. Did you know it? Faith will work in your heart with doubt in your head. Because people have a doubt in their mind, many times they think, well, it won't work. You know, I'm a doubting. I'll tell you, every time I'd tell a preacher I'm going to buy a new car in the fall, my head would say, where are you going to get the money? My head would say, why, you couldn't buy an old setting hen ticket. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Faith by Saying for Finances, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. And I told every pastor to hold me before I said I'm going to, I started in the spring, six months ahead of time. Every pastor held me before I said I'm going to buy a new car in the fall when the new cars come out. What are you going to buy? Well, I knew if he wanted us to eat the good of the land, he'd want us to drive the best. So I said, I'm going to drive by the best there is. Put everything he put on them. Oh, somebody said, that's just extravagant. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. And so uh, I came there to Fort Worth, Texas, in this fall meeting, the same time we got the house. And uh, I said to the pastor, when I first walked into Parsons' door, because I stayed in the Parsons with him and his wife, I said, brother, I've got something I want to say to you before I ever preached the sermon. See, he just barely got there. I said, I'm going to buy a new car while I'm here. I hope it don't hurt my offerings. You know, some folks, bless their hearts, you know, if they ever pray for the preacher or the pastor or the evangelist, well, they pray, Lord, you keep him humble and we'll keep him poor. <laughs> they think they're doing God a favor, you know. So I said, uh, he said, oh, no, it won't my church. It won't bother my church. Fine, we'll help you buy it. Praise the Lord. He said, uh, what kind are you going to buy? I told him. He said, well, i got to tell you what, said one of the deacons of my church has a brother that's in the car business and said he handles that particular one. Said, in fact, I was just stopped by there to see him myself uh, a day before yesterday, and there was old unloaded one off the truck. Said, just looked like, you know, this very kind of car. And said, I went up and looked it over and looked at the sticker on the thing, you know, and said, it's got all the equipment that you want. It's got everything you can put on. I said, it sounds just like the one I want. So I never thought any more about it, but we got the meeting started in a day or two. Well, he said, uh, after we'd eaten lunch, he said, get in the car and go with me. So I got in, we drove down. So we drove up to this place. And he said, there's the car sitting right there. And I looked at it and I said, well, I forgot to tell you the color, but that's even the color I had in mind. We went up, looked it over and had just exactly what I had in mind. Now then, all this time, I want to show you, I told you before on this third point that faith will work in your heart with doubt in your head. Did you know it? Faith will work in your heart with doubt in your head. Because people have a doubt in their mind, many times they think, well, it won't work. You know, I'm a doubting. I'll tell you, every time I'd tell a preacher I'm going to buy a new car in the fall, my head would say, where are you going to get the money? My head would say, well, you couldn't buy an old setting hen chickens. 
And when we drove up there and saw that car sitting there, see, and if we looked over, I was having trouble with my head the whole time. <laughs> Did you ever have any trouble with your head? My head said, you've got enough sense to know. Here you've talked here in front of this pastor and he's about to find out what a fraud you are. You've talked faith and preached faith and you're going to fall flat in your face because you can't buy that car. You don't have any money. And I didn't. And all you've got is an old car that's got 93,000 miles on it. And it needs a valve job and the transmissions are leaking. You don't even have a spare and all three or four of your tires are ball. And you can't get enough. You ought to sell it for junk. You can't get enough out of it to make a down payment on that car. And you know you can't. You can't. You can't buy that car. I just didn't pay any attention to my head, to the devil either. And so we looked that car over, and then we went inside the office, and there's a fellow sitting there talking on the phone, had his feet propped up on the desk, had a big black cigar in his mouth. He finished his conversation and then put his feet down and stood up, and this pastor introduced me as his evangelist, and we all sat down, and he picked his cigar up and began to smoke, put his feet back up on his desk. It's his desk. He could do what he wanted to do. <laughs> and this pastor said, uh, 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 Brother Hagin wants that car right out there. And he looked out the window and said, oh, that, you know, call the color and name. So, yeah. Well, fine, fine, Reverend. And he popped his feet down and put his cigar down. And he said, I may be an old sinner. But he said, I'll tell you, there's one thing I believe. I believe that the man of God or to have the best of life. And you know sometimes an old sinner's got better principles about him in some ways than so, some, some saints or ain'ts. That's right. That's right. He said, Reverend, you know how much that car's worth? Yeah, I said, I know. They'd been out for about three weeks. I'd been checking them in some other places. Never had found the color I wanted, but I'd found... I said, yeah, I know. I quoted him the price. He said, that's, that's exactly right. That's what the retail price is. You know what I give for the car? I said, no, you reached and got some, I opened the desk up and got the paper handed to me. $1,200 off, see, less than what, you know, the list price was. He said, that's exactly what it cost me. That's exactly what it cost me. You see the paper, I'm going to let you have it, and I'm going to make a penny. I'm going to let you have just exactly what it cost me. Not make one single penny on it. Now then, he, he reached to get a, a, a contract, you know, or agreement, you know. He said, uh, I, you, you want to trade anything in on it? How, how you want to? Well, I said, I don't have any money. I'll, I'll just have to trade my old car in on it. All right. He said, what do you got? <laughs> well, I said, uh, I'll just be honest with you. And I mentioned my car, several years old. I said, I've put 93,000 miles on it myself. I don't know how much somebody else put on it. I got it used. I've put 93,000 miles on it. The transmission is leaking. It needs a valve job on it. It clatters, you know, like a T-model Ford hitting on two. Just jumps and jerks, you know. And then I said, I don't even have a spare. And all the four tires that's on the ground are baldies. It's not worth much. Reverend, he said, do you know what cars like yours are selling for? I said, yeah, I've checked them on the lot. Good, clean ones. Just top-notch. 
you see. Sell for anywhere from seven ninety-five to nine ninety-five. He said yours is probably worth about four ninety-five. I said I, I, I doubt that. I wouldn't give four ninety-five for it. <laughs> he said, you know what I'm going to do, Reverend? I'm going to allow you nine ninety-five for your car in on this one. I'm not making a penny on it, and I'll lose money on yours. And I'll put it back there in the garage and do the valve job and fix the transmission, put tires on, and clean it up. And I still won't get that much out of it. I'll probably have to sell it for six, well seven ninety-five, maybe at the most. It'll cost me probably two, three hundred dollars to make this deal. But here, sign right here and drive that off, and I drove it home. <laughs> you know, from that day to this, I've never been without a new car. I found out how to get one. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Amen. That's right. I'm telling you the truth. Hallelujah. Now, one fellow, bless his heart, where I was, was criticizing me because I, I was driving a Cadillac. And he's driving Chevrolet. Now, he said, Chevrolet just good enough for anybody. Now, I said, dear brother, dear brother, bless your darling heart. If you've got Chevrolet faith, I'm not going to criticize you for that. <laughs> but I've got Cadillac faith. And don't you criticize me for that. Now, I'm, I've just got a new one. This is several new ones I had, but this, this here a while back, about three or four months ago, a new Cadillac. And you know what? I got that Cadillac just exactly. Penny for penny. That man never made one penny off of it. I got it for 25% off. Now, another fellow told me he buys them in the fleet, you know. He said, that we give, we only get 22% off in fleet price. And you got 25% off. I got just exactly. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I'm not going to criticize you for having Chevrolet faith. Don't you criticize me for having Cadillac faith. You just keep encouraged. Praise God. You may get up there. Well, you'll have Cadillac faith one of these days. <laughs> Somebody said to me, Brother Hagin, because I'd said about the fact I remember we was traveling along with some friends, and, and I just suddenly said to them, because we wanted to pay our building off there in Tulsa, our office building. I said, somebody's going to give me $10,000. I said that in faith. I said that on the basis you can have what you say. And it wasn't three months till the Episcopal lady, we never asked her. I never asked anybody for anything. Never told her. that she gave us a check for $10,000. Paid off that, our building. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, somebody said to me, well, hey, you oughtn't to get up there and, and talk about somebody giving you $10,000. And then another, on another occasion, after I got the $10,000 check, I turned to the office force and I said, all y'all listen to me right now. Somebody's going to give me $25,000. And they did. They did. They did. And you know what's going to happen now? I'm going to let y'all all in on a secret. Somebody's going to give me $50,000. Sure they are. Just as sure as you were sitting there. Because you can have what you say. Somebody said, what are you going to do? I'm not going to take a penny of it anymore than I did this other. Not one, one thing for myself. I'm going to use it all for God. Every single dime of it. Every single penny of it. For God. I'm going to get on more radio stations. I'm going to publish more books. I'm going to make more tapes. I'm going to get the truth out before. Somebody else is going to get the blessing of it. Praise God. I'm going to take one nickel of it. Not one single dime of it. Any more than I did the 10 or the 25. Now listen. Somebody said, Brother Higgins, you oughtn't to tell that. You oughtn't to tell about somebody giving you $1,000 or $10,000 or $25,000 or you driving a Cadillac. Said, folks won't give. I said, yes, they will. And I found out the more I tell it, the more they give. I said, folks want to get in on something they can see is going. 
they want to get on something they can see. So work in, wouldn't that be off me to preach faith and drive up here in a Model A Ford? <laughs> Said, folks, I'm living down here in a cabin on the creek bank, eating wild onions and drinking branch water and eating cornbread. Every meal. They said, my God, what that fellow got not working. I don't want that he has. Amen. Amen. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith. Also from Lynette Hagan, the CD, Turning Stumbling Blocks into Stepping Stones. And last but not least, the two-CD set from Kenneth Hagan, Our Rights in Christ. All this for the special price of $24. That's $5.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Rayma College weekend is coming up April the 9th through the 11th. And so come check us out. If you just need, uh, want to know more about the Word of God or if you have a call on your life, come check us out at Rayma College weekend April the 9th through the 11th. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on faith by saying for finances. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.